Hello and welcome to our brand new podcast, The Prosecco Sessions, a monthly podcast discussing a host of topics over a glass of fizz or two. So before we get into this episode, I just need to say that this is a pilot episode and was never actually intended as a podcast. It was originally a YouTube video, so please bear in mind that this is a bit off the cuff and we're just going with it, but we hope you enjoy. Thought I'd do something a bit different today. She wants to do something a little bit different today. We're going to do a bit different today. And instead of talking about what's in my handbag and crap like that, we <laughs> thought we'd do something involving Prosecco and a topic known as internet dating. And I thought we'd discuss it with these two lovely ladies here. We've got Laura, who is a blogger. Her blog is called Love by Laura. And we have Pippa, whose blog is Clashing Time, and it's also her YouTube channel mm-hmm. name. So we're going to talk about internet dating. Mm. Whilst drinking copious amounts. I thought you were going to say whilst drinking cocaine of some form. (laughs) I was like, cocaine. Not that kind of video, as far as I know. What's your first experience of internet dating? I was on Tinder to to begin with. That was the first one. That was where I was introduced to it. Um, But then I was just like, the ease. It's like a game. Just swipe, Mm. swipe, swipe. It's just so much fun. See, like, Tinder wasn't around when I started internet dating. There was this thing called OkCupid, which I don't know if it still exists. I don't know. I don't know. It makes me feel really old. It It wasn't like... I think Plenty of Fish was, like, the one that came around initially. And then I thought, no, I'm going to go off-piste. Try something a bit different, because it felt a little bit like Facebook-y, Plenty of Fish. So I thought I'd try that, and that's how I met my husband. And we've been together six years, so... Yeah, Tinder came around after that, which is all a bit bizarre. Mm. I was the opposite to you, in that I didn't want to get back into the whole stress of having to go out and find dates. The Just going out, way. full stop. <laughs> Just didn't want to go out. I was like, no. Pretty much. So I was in a, a relationship for ten years and got out of it, mm-hmm. and I was very much. And it's one of those things when you're in a relationship and you think I'm going to be in this relationship forever that Tinder came round and I started seeing everyone talking about it and I was like, thank God I never have to do that. <laughs> when I did become single, I did the knee-jerk thing of, oh God, I, I want to like get back out there but I don't know how to do it. So Tinder was the easy way to do it. And it was like none of the anxiety of having to go out every night mm-hmm. and just sort of hang around at bars thinking, I don't have a clue what I'm doing. Mm. It's like, I can just go on Tinder and just swipe left and right. Mm. Unfortunately, I was so rubbish at it that I didn't understand what swiping left and right was and I kept swiping (laughs) the wrong way for like two days. Just wanted the easy route to being like, this didn't exist when I last dated. It's such a novelty for me to be able to get a date Mm. just by being sat at home watching Netflix. Remember when you were younger and you used to play Sims? Yeah. And you'd get home from school and you'd be like, I want to play Sims. All the time. Mm. 
That's what Tinder's like. And then you know full well that if you do Tinder in different locations, you're going to get a better quality of man. And then you're like, oh my god, this is addictive. And you find it's quite a shallow app, like. I do think it is, but I think that it only takes you a certain amount of the way. So, like for example, a lot of the time, I think it's naive to say that you're not attracted to people by their looks in some way or another. Whether mm -hmm. that's like the most important thing, I don't know. But I think that it definitely is an element of the overall attraction. Mm -hmm. So the looks can only take you so far. So in my experience of it, you'd put so much emphasis or like <laughs> focus on a picture. And that was all you had to base what the person looked like. And then on the dates that I went on, I don't know if it was the same for you, but people could look completely different yeah. or just their demeanour as well. If you want to go on a date with someone, like get it over and done with, this sounds really unromantic and this is the problem <laughs> with Tinder. But it was like, when I first went onto it, it was like, I want to have conversations with a couple of people and I was very much kind of in the guilt frame of mind of, I don't want to be talking to too many people, this is awful. And then having gone on a date or two on it and realised that you can talk to someone for three weeks and think that you know them inside out and you know what they look like and meeting them in person is completely different. I then changed and I was like, actually, it doesn't matter what their picture looks like. That's not giving you what they're actually going to be mm. like in person. Mm. I actually feel worse for men because I think that women are much more cleverly deceiving in the way that they take pictures in their like you know we know about, our angles yeah exactly <laughs> like, if you think about old school myspace photos mm. they're all from up here that makes you look really good like i've had a lot of guy friends who have been on tinder dates and they've really got on with somebody and they're like i feel awful because it sounds so shallow but i met with them and they looked nothing like their picture and i'm like I, like, I know that is shallow, but I get where you're coming from. If you went out with someone and they were nothing like you imagined them to be based on five pictures, mm. that's, a, like, that's a lot of deception from, the, from day one. Yeah. Going back to MySpace, I used to pick up <laughs> people through MySpace. We're talking about internet dating back through in MySpace. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and Facebook. You know the little poke button? What? You, you poked away, did you? You poked away. I poked oh. them before and got a whole conversation going. I got a poke from seven years ago that I never replied because I was so uncomfortable <laughs> with the whole I don't know how to interpret this. What does a poke mean though? Does a exactly. poke mean I want to poke you exactly. or does a poke mean poke hey? What does a poke, poke mean? That's the whole problem with it. That's why it's seven years later and I never well, poked them back. If you think about it, MSN existed a really long time ago MSN and chat. I used to sit there for hours <laughs> Yahoo on chat. Oh, Yahoo chat. Well, mm. even that, like I, I used to sit on both for hours. If you think about it, the whole dynamic of that has basically evolved into Tinder. Like mm. if you like the look of someone, you match with them. And then all you're doing is having this like fantasy scenario on your phone until you decide, ah, oh, can I actually be bothered to meet with him or has this just entertained me for a couple of mm. evenings this week kind of thing. Like I don't even think that's just Tinder, but I think like, you know, plenty of fish, fish match or all of those things. They've all got that like chat thing to them mm. now. And you're going to build up a perception of somebody from their photos, from what they put in their bio, but in reality they could be completely different like oh my god yeah bless him chris had put a picture of him with a surfboard oh. so i thought oh my god really cool surfer guy never seen him surf in the whole six years we've been together see that's that's one of the things though if you actually go on because i, I went on a date with someone 
and he was saying to me, like, oh, there's guidelines for it. Like, if you put a picture of yourself, it was something like, it was either a surfboard or some kind of sporty thing. But he was saying, like, oh, there's all these tips for what you should do to get more matches. Oh, my God. And it was like, and I was going, really? Because all the surfers, I was, like, swiping the other way because I was going, there's no way you're getting me out surfing. <laughs> Every guy that posted a half-naked or, like, gym selfie, I was like, Nope, I do not want a meal plan. Nope, I don't <laughs> want a guy that doesn't want to go to burgers. Plan. Like, go out for burgers with me. Like, I do not want that sort of stuff. Flipping it on its head in terms of the images that people post and stuff. My male friend who was on Tinder, and he was so annoyed that every female's picture was a Snapchat filtered mm -hmm, picture. Mm -hmm. I can appreciate that though, because it does, you know, enhance you, make you look better. But the thing is, it's not real though. if you've it's got a halo shit, around your head, yeah. And your eyes are popping out, or you've got like <laughs> gold eyeshadow added to yourself. Yeah, no I can't stand like that. that. I can't stand that. Oh, I mean, equally, I can't even stand that when somebody has their profile picture on Facebook with a Snapchat filter. <laughs> I'm like, bloody hell, just take a picture of yourself normally. He was like, if it's a Snapchat filtered picture, or if in their bio they say, I'm princess, <laughs> then he would immediately so reject them. Well, see, mine was if they said, um, I'm looking for my partner in crime, I was like, oh, <laughs> get out. <laughs> God, you're so tedious. Can you I used to put on there, though, like, I was like, because when I went on to OkCupid, okay I was like, right, I'm not actually looking for anyone, like, I don't think most people are. Yeah. It's entertaining. So I'm going to be like, right, I'm going to put that I like knitting. And just see if that puts anyone off. But people, yeah. that was like a conversation start. I'm like, oh no, stop talking to you me. You do like knitting. I do like knitting, but I thought it would like deter men. <laughs> like, oh. So you went on a dating app to deter men? To deter assholes. Like, you okay. know, like when you meet. So knitting is the filter for assholes. Yeah, arseholes. I thought that would be an anti asshole <laughs> deterrent. Oh, that's one that way of doing really it. That's really wrong. <laughs> <laughs> There are, there, are, there are clearer ways to do that, Kat, yeah. than I like knitting, <laughs> to be fair. Well, no, but I kind of get your point, though, because if you had, like, the, the people that were really obsessed with, like, going clubbing and stuff, they were, they're not going to be like, ooh, knitting. Mm. Mm. It's not a sexy attribute, is it, knitting, no. let's be honest. Yeah. I thought, well, if I put that on there and I get a date, then... I okay. put mine, my, like, mine was completely truthful in my bio. Mine was, like, three lines long. It was literally, like... Love burgers, hate exercise, like like theatre and shows and stuff like that. And then I put, I can't remember what I put underneath, but I was like, you know, like hate people that can't have a conversation or something like that. <laughs> and then and then I put, because I put like two likes and two dislikes or something. Anytime that anyone, I match with anyone and they're talking to me, they'd be like, oh, hope you don't think that I'm bad at conversation. And I was like, well, the fact that you said that means you probably are shit, <laughs> aren't you? Like, I think that's the problem with bios in general though is that first off you agonize over what you're going to put to make yourself mm. stand out but also be realistic and like give them realistic expectations but whatever you put that is going to be the conversation starter and when i was on it it was a case of i'd sit there and swipe and then it'd say oh you've matched with someone and i'd be like oh okay cool and then i'd just leave it and for me I mean, maybe it was laziness or the non-confidence, but I was like, I'll just see who gets in touch with me then. And On like, Tinder? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, see, you're everything I hate about Tinder. 
Sorry. Yeah. There's actual massive things about the number of people that just use it as a game. Like, they just use it as, like, an ego oh, boost. Oh, no, it wasn't. No, no, I know you're not doing game. that. It but was just that I didn't want to make the first contact yeah. and then have to wait. But that's the problem. Like, that's the problem. There's so many people that have that same attitude that you just uh, match with tons of people and then you just end up having no conversation with people because no one's ever the first person to do it. Mm. So when I was on it, I would always be like, I would be the first person to send a GIF, like, hands down. Always yeah, so send like, a GIF. You could make it a no-man's zone, almost. Like. Yeah. Seriously, that's so common. Like, people will match, 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 match. Nobody will say anything or get left. And then you'll be, like, 35 days later. And they've still got, like, tumbleweed, like, going see, across see, the See, the romantic in me is, like, how many relationships could have happened... But these perfect for each other people just never go in touch with each other. Just stubborn. Well, no, but I don't even think it's necessarily just stubbornness. It's like insecurity. Like that. If you think about it, you have one shot. Mm. One shot. You might have got so far to match with them, but then what you say might go completely wrong. Mm. My my housemates always took the piss out of me because they'd always call me like they they would always basically say that I gave people too many chances on those things, and I'm like, well, because you can't demonstrate your whole being through like a half an hour conversation on Tinder chat and then like one date. That's really, really hard. Mm. I always had a policy that you had to meet with them within a week and a half of first yeah. chatting mm. because, oh my God, I had so many situations where when I first started out, I matched with people, chatted to them for like three weeks, literally three weeks and met up with them and they were nothing mm. like how they came across. So really, it's better to meet up earlier get out and of the way you, you actually get to gauge what they're like in real life yeah. instead of building up this persona over yeah. a long period and then being like you're nothing what i thought you yeah were. Well, like, well we're also to blame like mm. if you think about it if you see pictures of someone and that's not 100 percent what they are all the time you make an image in your own head which isn't actually fair on them because mm. you know they've not had the chance to demonstrate who they really are but if i chatted them for three weeks and then met up with them i would like you know hopeless romantic in me would be like slightly falling in love with them because they're saying all the right stuff but I haven't actually mm. sat next to them and had to realise how awkward they are or, like they've got smelly breath or like BO or like you know secretly a coke addict like oh, these are God. all things I've had so really that <laughs> yeah. one yeah a secret coke Whoa. addict yeah past the Prosecco God seriously I've had oh my God. bad bad Tinder dates I don't think so I feel like we need to delve into this at some point to understand how you found out about the secret coke addict. Cheers. 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 Okay, addicts met might be a bit strong, but he dabbled. <laughs> he dabbled, that's for sure. Mainly by the fact that he had a slightly white nose when he appeared oh, to our no. date. Uh, yeah, he um, he turned up 45 minutes late. I looked like a lemon. And then he turned up and was like, do you want to drink, babe? Obviously, that's the other thing. You can't work out what their voice is going to be like or anything like that when you're talking to people online. Mm, you don't really know so like, how they're going to turn up. He was like proper cockney geezer. Like, nothing wrong with that, but it just wasn't what I was expecting, like, at all. Um, and so I was quite, like, taken aback by it. And that's the problem. You put that image in your mind of how mm. they're going to be. Mm. Um, and then he turned up, was super, like, boozy, like, smelt of alcohol, oh. had been out drinking with his clients that day. And then we got into this full-blown conversation, like, pretty much immediately about our previous relationships. And I was like... He was just really... Really, really, uh, really adamant. So obviously, he took this date very seriously. 
Yeah, literally got pissed beforehand. Doing that the whole way through his sentences, and I was really? like, "Are you okay? Like, do you need a tissue? Do you need to blow your nose or something?" Like, I was blissfully unaware. Two o'clock really? in the afternoon, and he was high as a kite, like completely off his face. Um, was downing pints like you've never seen before, because clearly he was like thirsty or whatever. Um, and then he basically said to me, um, "This is hilarious." He was basically like, "I know we've only spent like half an hour together, but..." I feel like a marriage material. And I was like, oh my oh. god. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. But then he goes, yeah, but I'm just not ready for marriage. So like, do you think maybe we could hook up in like two years time? And what? I was like, sorry, what? What are you on about? Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. And then, but then the worst thing was that we left and he went full in for a snog. <clears throat> and I was like, are you joking me? Like, that's my worst date by far. You went on a date with a gay guy? Yeah. How? How did you both find out? Well, he told me at the end of the date that he was he was confused about his sexuality, and he also told me that Katy Perry was his icon. So <laughs> that's a big giveaway. Yeah, yeah that I can't really. even know. Yeah. yeah, this guy I knew of, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> went on a couple of dates, and he did try to sleep with me, but I got too drunk. Okay, you know, just fell asleep as you do, <laughs> passion killer. But then. Yeah, everyone said, but isn't he gay? And I was like, no. And then it turned out he very much was gay and has a lovely partner now. But what do you think happy. you were? Like, do you think you were a kind I was of... his beard. <laughs> oh. I was the beard. Is it, it is a beard, isn't it? Yeah. I was the beard. Oh. But... Because after that, everyone was like, you turned him gay, cat. I'm like, fuck you. Oh. <laughs> I did feel pretty... Used shit about it. Yeah, but mm. you didn't. But it was quite amusing at the same time. We didn't do anything. No, nothing happened. I mean, see, I, I remember at school, like, proper teen angst, sort of innocence type thing. There was a guy that I fancied at school with me. And then he asked me out and I kind of got cold feet because I was such a geek. And I was just like, <laughs> no, I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. And I said no. I was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, inside. Oh, but I really like you. I really like you. And then so he asked out my friend and went out with her for about half a year. And then he turned gay. Oh, so it wasn't Ooh, you. So you, you, was, you were saved and from I the was, shame of turning someone gay. Yeah, and I was like, that could have been me. It yeah. could have been you. I mean, just point out, guys, it doesn't normally work that way. <laughs> they're not just having such a bad in encounter with someone and then they're no, like, no. oh, I'm gay all I of a sudden. I don't think either of us turned him gay I think he was confused yeah and the same sort of thing is like he wanted the validation mm -hmm. that he was straight and everything but I was like you know when you just think there's something off about this mm. thing and so I got all yeah. the kind of no 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 I don't like you in that way and then I was like oh what do you think was your worst online dating experience then Wow. Do you have any bad ones, well, guys? Am I the only one? I've only no, ever... No, I've had bad ones. From OkCupid, okay I never met Chris. So literally, we started chatting on the Monday, we met on the Wednesday. You were married by the Friday? And on the Friday. <laughs> yeah, it was like a Craig David track. <laughs> and then on Saturday we met up, and then it just kind of went from there. That's but cool. apart from that, I just had like people messaging me. A lot of people from Cambridge. And one guy was like, I want to take you out for dinner. And he was like an older bloke, and I just ignored him. And then he's like in big capitals, hello, I said I would take you out for dinner. 
what do you want from me? And just like being really aggressive. I was like, no. That's so weird. Oh, but I was that person on internet dating that's like, you're really sweet, so I'm gonna keep talking to you because you're so nice, but I have no interest in you whatsoever. Mm. Went on some dates with people and it was very much that they were kind of like, I wanna take you on a date straight away. I wanna get you off the market type thing. They'd be like, ooh, <laughs> I've like literally joined two days ago. And then if I didn't reply to messages from people within half a day, I'd be getting chased up. Oh my god! And and people yeah, could very get different. quite aggressive, like, oh, so you don't want to speak to me then? And it was like, hold on, I've been at work, I've got a full-time job, and it was just sort of really weird for me. I really enjoyed all the dates that I went on. Mm. I didn't have like a really unpleasant date or anything. But I was just sat there and going, it's just nice to be out and talking to people. Mm. I mean, all of the dates that I went on were very casual. Um, they were all dates during the day. I didn't. I think I had one evening date, but we went to a place and had coffee. So. How do you make sure that when you go on dates and stuff that you're safe and like... Well, actually, do you know what? In London, there's some really <clears throat> great things. So in London, there's a lot of bars where in the girls' toilets and the back of the toilet doors. It said, if you go to the bar and you order this drink, X drink, then we'll know that you're oh feeling uncomfortable God. and that you're oh, feeling so good. So good. Like, uh, like more bars than you would think do that. And it basically Ooh. says, if you if you come here and you say that, we'll order you a cab straight away and you can just go out the back door or something like that. And like, yeah. and it's really, really good. Like, I found that quite often when I went on dates, the guy would pick where we were going, but... I had um, an app on my phone, I can't remember what it was, um, at the time I think it was called Circle, mm -hmm. maybe, um, and basically um, it linked my friends, yeah, Circle of Six, um, and it asked my friends, I just had to quickly go on the app and I could either get them to, so I'd send them my location, call them, send them a message, and it was all automated, I just mm. had to press a couple of buttons, and then it That's would good. tell them where I was. Um, also, before all of my dates, I sent my friends my location on Find a Friend, and like, you know, made sure that they knew where I was. But then, every single day, my housemates were amazing. Without fail, I would say, call me at 10. Call me, and then I'll say, either, oh my god, really? <gasps> you need me to leave? Oh my god, okay, I'll be there quickly as soon as possible. Or I'd be like, oh, thanks so much, yeah, I'm. don't worry, leave the light on, or something like that. And like, you know, give those two sides of messages. See, I'm really bad in that when I met Chris, I don't think I've ever told you to do this, but he came to my house. <laughs> <laughs> that shows how long ago it was. And didn't got tell anyone. That's really bad. He could have been so an axe murderer. He could have been a psycho. It's a good thing we're in your in house now. But... It was my mum's house. Stayed all evening. He could have been. He could have killed me if he was a mentalist. He yeah. said he married me. Yeah, don't but... recommend that. <laughs> don't don't do, do that. that. Didn't no. tell anyone. It was really, really stupid. So don't ever do that. No, always meet in a central location. Or at see, least tell someone. See, you. I don't know where you were at the time, but like... I was listening to everything you were saying and you were like, it's London, you know, there's all this cool apps and stuff that you've got and mm. signs on the bars and stuff. So I live in the middle of nowhere. Um, so do I. Yeah. So, <laughs> so my closest city is Peterborough, but I don't live in Peterborough. Um, so my like search radius is a bit different, I suppose, to London in that people would be from like 20 miles away. And so 
the way I, I did it was just pick somewhere very central in Peterborough that I knew. Yeah. And it was a case of, no, I'll meet you there at this time. And it was somewhere I was very comfortable with. Mm. Um, I knew how to get back to my car without like having to walk down any dark alleys or anything like that. But it was very much just, I'll meet you there. Don't you find though, like, I found, okay, so six years ago, me and Chris were on a dating site, whatever, but like, even then it felt a bit taboo to do internet dating whereas now it's kind of flipped on its head and it's like that's the norm and it's it's almost <laughs> weird if you Sorry, don't meet someone through through internet dating it's no I, I have a mix of friends i have a lot of people who met their partners now at uni so like they've just stayed together for a really long time i have a lot of friends who have met kind of organically so to speak like they've met through friends of friends or they've met through like going out or they've done stuff like that but I do have a high percentage of people who have met through online dating and I actually mm. think that's a great thing because it, it's kind of got rid of that taboo to a it's certain like extent. It's like a stigma wasn't it? Yeah. I, I had that stigma. I totally thought before I was on it I was like I don't need to be on this. I'm, I'm not, not a sad Yeah I don't need to do it. sits behind a computer and... Yeah but then yeah. my friend was like don't be so ridiculous how the hell do you think you're going to meet anyone anymore? Not a top <laughs> up. Always. <laughs> Always. <laughs> I mean that's the thing for me, I mean, I'm quite a shy person, and so, it sounds really bad, the way I've met people before is being drunk in a club. Yeah, and, and I don't like going to clubs anymore. <laughs> but, I'm, but that was over ten years ago that I used to do that, and it's just not right for me now, so I actually fully advocate the whole online dating thing. I don't okay. think there's anything uncool about no, it. I don't. What would you say are the massive positives? Of online dating time yeah like it cuts out an awful lot of time of the whole I don't know do I do anything mm -hmm. at least seen. if you go on an app as well you know that people on there are looking hopefully for the same or similar things to what you are they're looking well, for something not not always but you can normally whittle down the people quite quickly yeah. from talking to them online whether they're, they're looking, looking for, for a, hookup. a relationship or something hookup from the other from someone they fancy. I don't know one person that's not been on a first date and has not been like, yeah, there was a bit of awkwardness because you're just oh, like, I was nervous. about to shoot my hand up, but actually there was awkwardness online, so yeah. Yeah, like there's always gonna be awkwardness on a first date. Second date is where you feel a little bit more confident and you're like, okay, I know all the basics, we've gone through all of that, we can actually have a bit more of a normal conversation. If the second date is still shit, that's not going anywhere. <laughs> Run away! Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, and you could, and you actually have a little bit more validation in sort of saying, like, I gave it a shot, but I'm just not really feeling this, you know? I don't know, I think I'm more black and white than that. I'm like, first date. If yeah, it, but you if can't it, tell not them. not feeling it. But you can't tell them. What did you do? Just ghost them? No. What did you do? It's, it's, not, of... it's not you, it's me. <laughs> it was pretty much that I used the line. Sounds really what? bad, but like I'm, I, this is all very new to me, and I've realised I'm not ready for it. And it was more that I was just not ready for them. Oh um, no! But I just I wanted to do it in a nice way, and I didn't know how else to do it than like I'm not attracted to you, but best for your future endeavours. This is going to give you a confidence <laughs> I, boost. I isn't literally it? had a guy friend. I wish you so every funny. success in life. <laughs> yeah. 
my, my guy friend used to give feedback like no. you would do on a job interview. Oh, so give like star ratings. No, no, but like, <laughs> oh my god, no. He he would <laughs> be stars. He'd be like, I had a really nice night tonight. Thanks so much for coming to meet me. I really don't feel like there was much of a dynamic or like you know much of like chemistry there. But I had a really good time and thank you so much. Um, you know, and they'd be like, oh, that's a, that's a shame. Oh, I really thought we got on well or whatever. And then he'd be like, yeah. Well, the thing is, no, uh, no, don't go into more detail. Of, but then, but then he said that he actually had quite a few girls coming back to him and being like, "Thanks for the feedback. Like, I'm going to take that on, and the future dates that I go on are not going to be like that." So, that for example, does feel like a performance for a few. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, it's so fast. I actually don't think that's so horrendous. Like, I, I suppose it depends had, what they're saying. He had got, he had girls that he was going on dates with, where they were talking about their past relationships, and he mm. was like. First date territory, unless someone asks, don't talk about your ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Like, don't talk about how your previous boyfriend broke your heart and, you know, you had a cat together and, like, all of this stuff. Like, I don't give a shit about that kind of thing. Like, your cat is important. <laughs> <laughs> I go back to the stigma thing. When um, people ask me now, like, how did you and your husband meet? I still feel... Not shame, oh, but like no. a little bit cringy, like, I, yeah. you met on the internet. I it know sounds really cringy. I think if you would, if somebody was to ask you now, and it was a brand new person, and you said I met them through online dating, I think they'd be like, yeah, credit to you. Because I actually think it takes a lot of courage. Hmm. I think it takes a lot of courage to be online. If you said we met on a dating website, then I don't think anyone now would be like, ugh. I think, like, when I've said to people in the past, when I've had previous boyfriends through Tinder, and people have been like, oh, how did you meet? And I say Tinder, they're like, oh yeah, I, actually, I met my boyfriend through Tinder. Mm -hmm. Or they'll say, oh, my best friend met her boyfriend through Tinder or whatever. Like, maybe I should try it kind of thing. Mm. And then you get into this whole conversation about if they're single, about how they met them. Or more to the point, you get into a conversation with somebody who has a partner who didn't meet through Tinder and they're like, oh, Tinder didn't exist when I was around. Like, oh, I kind of wish I'd like had the chance to try it. It's actually a very positive message now in comparison to what I think you think it would be like. I just, I would just want to think, I'm just old. In my dating ways. Yeah, but if you but say you're not old school because you met through a dating app. Well, so yeah. you're actually you just forward thinking. Revolutionary. I was one of the forward thinkers before yeah. it became cool. You're basically <laughs> a positive story about dating on the internet. If anything, OkCupid should have sponsored your wedding. Well, they have a list of people that have matched and like lived happily ever after. Oh. We were going to write in and then we realised there was loads and we were like, I think that, um, that it's amazing how many weddings Tinder has paid for. Tinder's paid for Tinder loads. pays for weddings? Sometimes, yeah. So we're going to finish this little chat. Long chat. Our, <laughs> I say little, but long. Chat on how our experiences have been. Pippa, you can start. I've had quite a few boyfriends through Tinder, and I don't regret it at all. Not one bit. I have had one very long relationship through the internet. Uh, we're subsequently married, and I can't really complain, so it's obviously worked out for me. Um, it's called OKCupid, I'll link it down below, because I don't, think, I don't know if it even exists anymore, but you might be interested. <laughs> and I gave up. <laughs> so I actually was on the dating website. It gave me quite a lot of confidence, but I had a friend who I met and fell in love with fell in love with and whilst I was on Tinder fell in love with him so came off of Tinder basically but 
I think it was a positive experience for me because it taught me a lot about dating and relationships and gave me that confidence to go forward. Cheers. Cheers to my empty glass. We've done a lot of talking. You have been listening to the Prosecco Sessions with me, Kat Raymond, and co-hosts Pippa Artis and Laura Chambers. Thank you for listening and tune in for our next episode.